Welcome to Songs and Stories, the Not For Musicians Only music podcast. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 49 this time out. Well, first of all, a happy 2009 to everybody. I hope the uh, the holidays treated you well and you survived Christmas and New Year's and all the kind of fun and work that goes along with it. On to 2009 and the new year of uh, lots of music, lots of shows, and here on the website and the podcast, a whole bunch of interviews and new episodes up in the queue. Uh, on my end of things... December kind of took over and I got the new CD. It's in my hand. That's been kind of a big thing I've been talking about for a while. And it's up on the website at michaelgaither.com and started getting that thing ready to send out. And we had fun with Christmas and, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, one thing I didn't do a lot of in December was podcasting. So I've, I've got a lot of things in the queue, a lot of really cool interviews that I've done over the last few months and just didn't get a chance to get around to. But we're going to start. We're going to start. We'll also be doing some uh, song-specific podcasts about the new CD, but uh, for now we'll, we'll work our way back through the interview queue. And today we're going to be talking with Shojo Jock and Billy Bright, two multi-instrumentalists who recently finished a new album called Texacali Blues. We're going to hear a little bit about that. Um, Chojo, a lot of Bay Area people and California fans uh, and Texas people know about Chojo. Chojo was a, a big part of the Waybacks here in the Bay Area, an acoustic um, kind of Americana band. And later on, he went off to Houston Jones, who were interviewed here earlier in 2008. Um, he still plays with them on occasion. He's also backed up people like you know Slade Cleese and Eliza Gilkinson. He's sort of a go-to guy for mandolin and fiddle, also plays guitar. Um, he's teamed up with Billy Bright from the Too High String Band, and Billy's also a mandolin fiddle player, multi-instrumentalist, songwriter, singer, and this new release, Texacali Blues, is really kind of cool because it's not just two guys playing mandolins doing fiddle tunes. It's, it's, it's a mix of some traditional fiddle tunes, some original instrumentals, there's a lot of electric on it, there's a handful of songs with vocals. It kind of goes all over the place, and it's really a fun listen. In fact, if you'd like to listen to it, if you want to win a copy, I'm going to start running contests again for Songs and Stories. If you'd like to win a copy of Texacali Blues, listen to this interview and let me know any state besides California that Chojo has lived in. It's not very hard. Uh, email me at michael at michaelgather.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. And I'll enter your name in a drawing at the end of January. I'll draw a name and send out a copy of Texacali Blues, courtesy of Chojo and Billy Bright. Um, they're going to be out here in California at the end of January doing a few things. I'll list these here. They'll also be up on my website as well as you can get to it from Chojo's website. Uh, on the 22nd, they'll be at Sylvan Music on Mission Street in Santa Cruz doing a fiddle mandolin workshop and a concert. On the 23rd, that's a Friday of January, they'll be at Mission City Coffee Roasting in Santa Clara, California. And on Saturday the 24th, they'll be at my pal Marky Stark's Canyon Acoustic Society House Concert Series out in Aromas, California, doing a uh, concert with, as people who have gone to Marky's know, dinner, dessert, you don't go hungry, plus two sets from, from Chojo and Billy. It's going to be a really fun night. 
If you want to find out more about any of those shows, go to my website, michaelgather.com. It's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. And there's links to all that stuff, and, and there's links to Chojo's site, as well as where you can get the CD and a little bit more about uh, Billy Bright as well. I'll put some links up there for that. So the, getting this interview was kind of tricky because Chojo lives here in Santa Cruz County, and we've spent most of last summer, I mean, at least at least a half dozen emails, um, figuring out when Billy would be out here from, I believe, Texas is where he, where he lives. And um, they were out here for like these little windows of time, and we kept trying to find a day with a few hours free where I could meet with them and interview them. And it finally happened, I believe it was in September. So we got together in the green room at, I believe, Don Quixote's Music Hall up in Felton, up in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Talked for a while, and what you're going to hear in this interview was really interesting about really Chojo's family history, which always had music going on. And then we'll talk to Billy and kind of hear how he and Chojo crossed paths during different music events and decided to collaborate on something. Uh, this The interview also kind of concludes with uh, Chojo and Billy really talking about festivals and jamming, kind of the late night activity that goes on with all the music after the main acts at a festival. In this case, we talked a lot about Strawberry, but Chojo also mentioned some local festivals as well. So if you're interested in that kind of scene or had never gone to a music festival and seen jamming in the woods, you'll get a, a really good picture of that uh, in listening to Chojo and Billy. So why don't we go ahead and listen to Chojo and Billy. Here's a couple of cuts off the new CD, Texacali Blues. And again, if you want to win a copy of it, listen to this interview and let me know any state besides California where Chojo has lived. And just email that to michael at michaelgather.com. We're going to hear a little bit of uh, an original traditional fiddle... Original, traditional. A traditional fiddle tune. If it's original and traditional, it's not traditional. Uh, here's an old fiddle tune called Rover Reformed. And then we're going to hear part of a song called Nashville, written and sung by Billy Bright. So here's Jojo and Billy.
Nashville like a person you see Cause Nashville stole my heart from me Bluegrass music is not country I play Nashville but it won't play me 18th Street, where I used to go, was back off an alley from Music Row. That's where I got my first mando before I joined in the traveling show. They played the rhyming for the four truck show, the Opry and all the other radio. Everyone talking like Bill Monroe. How many stories, brother, do you know? I know Nashville like a person you see Cause Nashville stole my heart from me Bluegrass music is not country I play Nashville but it won't play me I think the first time I saw you was with Slade Cleaves down at Morgan's Coffee. And oh my goodness, that was one of the that very first times I played out here with Slade. Yeah, man, Morgan's Coffee. Because I saw, I saw, I knew, I knew Slade's music. But right. I think that's JoJo. Because right. I was talking about you. I think uh-huh. when you were probably new to the area. Right. I, I had moved down here. Because you were born in Germany. I was reading your bio. I was in born in Germany. Raised in Texas. Time uh, in Montana. Ended up out here. Raised in Montana. I was raised in Texas. I was raised in New Jersey and Illinois and Michigan and Indiana and Colorado and California. Uh, spent a lot of my childhood bouncing around between Texas and various other places but uh, the recurring theme has been Texas lately mm-hmm. um, especially with Hence Billy Slade, yeah. Hence Slade and Billy Bright and Eliza Gilkison and some of the other Austin people nice. that, that over time you know going all the way back to the 70s when I had a band back there mm-hmm. um, for seven or eight years off and on and Augie Myers was our oh, wow. our guy we recorded our first my very first recording ever was a 45 on his Texas record label recorded down at his studio in Bulverde, Texas on his ranch down there with this Mexican engineer that had never recorded anything except mariachi or conjunto or Tex-Mex and we had a banjo player and he was like you know, gobsmacked by this. <laughs> what do I like, do? Well, I put the mic on this thing. It's treated like, like an accordion. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's <laughs> basically told him. He said, it's a novelty. <laughs> so, you know, make a sound however you well, want. Well, just record it and take it out. You'll be fine. Of course, we had a serious banjo player, so he was a little upset, but and we kind of got him over that. And, and was, your anyway. fa- was your family musical, or did you just... My father was a slack key guitarist. He was a Hawaiian oh, fellow. Okay. And That's your Hawaiian lately. background. Yeah. Right. And uh, my uncles had, and him had a, and my grandfather all had a slack key band you know kind of Hawaiian band yeah. and stuff and uh, but my grandfather was a uh, mining engineer in Montana he actually moved over to do that kind of work and that's my father was born in Dillon Montana because of that mm-hmm. so um, but they played around over there er, and uh, around World War II they went back to Hawaii when he was in high school because of the racism because he looked Asian mm. and it was World War II so they he finished high school in Hawaii mm-hmm. and uh, but I got that, and my mother was a music teacher in the public school system of Texas. Mm-hmm. She learned how to play every orchestral instrument, all the strings, all the horns, all the woodwinds, all the percussion, I mean, everything, and she could teach them all. Mm-hmm. But her primary instrument was the cello and the piano, and she um, taught... Uh, That's the door, by the way, for the people listening. So. <laughs> yeah, taught private lessons in cello and piano for many years, and uh, supported us when my, after my father was killed. Mm-hmm. And we lived in... Odessa, Big Springs, Midland, um, Fort Stockton, 
you know, all around in San Angelo, I think. But my family has been out there since right after the Civil War on my mother's side, um, which is the other half of it. So, and her being, my grandfather played piano and my grandmother sang, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of music. So there's always been music around. Yeah, they were, you know, they were Irish, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, and they came over and settled in, in what is now Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And my great-grandfather was actually captured at the Siege of Petersburg. Uh, that's that battle that they used where they blew up the trenches in Cold Mountain, that movie. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the battle that they were sort of basing it on, which was the Siege of Petersburg. And he was captured there when he was, like, 16, I believe, and spent the rest of the Civil War in a Yankee prison in New York. And when they released him they decided that the location that their farm was at was in, encompassed by this area that was strategically militarily important, so they confiscated the farm. Mm-hmm. So he emigrated to Texas in 1868 with my great-great-grandparents and his new wife. And Some of them died on the way. It was a pretty classic story. And then they ended up in Mason, Texas, wow. uh, north of there, as a ranching and farming. Um, but because they are Irish, they also raised sheep, mm-hmm. which led to all the conflicts with the Germans south of the Llano River, which raised the cattle. So it was the classic. You know, for a while there was wow. the hoodoo wars back in the 1890s. And mm-hmm. So there was a lot of good, and some gambling deaths. So it's it's really a good There's on that side of the family. There. Oh, yeah. it's great. You know, it's, it makes for good uh, music stories. Yeah, uh, whatnot, absolutely. You know. yeah. So anyway, and Billy... So what did you guys do? And Billy, I... I I'm not familiar with your work, but your voice sounds... Who who, who, who you play with? Because your voice sounded really familiar when you were singing during Soundcheck. Mm. Well, the band that I Queen. played with... Queen. <laughs> <laughs> and ABBA. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Billy. <laughs> Take it. We lost JoJo. Your turn. Um, the band that I've been playing with for a long time now is a two-high-string band. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the only band I sing with, so okay. I don't know... If it must just remind me of somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did you two hook up and um, start playing? Well, I uh, several years ago I was playing with Peter Roan and Tony Rice, mm-hmm. um, and back when Shojo was playing with the Waybacks, and we were playing uh, a lot of the same events mm-hmm. at the time, and just uh, started. It's a small community. Yeah. yeah. You know, you make your friends. and yeah. <laughs> People you want this close, people you want this close. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Shoujo and I just some had some kind of uh, musical agreement, I guess, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we started picking together and, 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 and liked it. And, uh, and so eventually I invited Shoujo to play with Two High String Band on a bunch of tours that we were doing mm-hmm. several years ago and then uh, um, I guess one thing led to another and we just uh, started working as a duet as well I mean mm-hmm. I still play with the two high string band and Shoujo plays with us sometimes like we just did Strawberry and right. you know so this is just uh, that's how we met and you wouldn't fall when it wasn't muddy which was a good choice that's yeah. what I hear. Yeah. This was my first time there, so I couldn't What'd you I think? nothing to compare it to. Oh, it's a great festival. Yeah. It's kind it's of a the, lot of fun. The ultimate festival. There's never not anything to do in four different directions at once. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's kind of uh, overwhelming but good. Jam. Jam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well at our camp we're like way across Coyote Meadow, so we say, Let's go stroll tonight and pretty soon we start we we get back from the meadow and then we start playing and then it's like oh we'll, we'll stroll in a little while and then you never do no because I think we actually strolled last spring and we got you know two camps down that's why I always park myself in downtown 
Yeah. Well, just being the, at one of these things is kind of so. You get back to camp and you're just like, huh. Yeah. No matter what you do, you're just so damn wiped out constantly that yeah. it's like. A, then you hear a guitar somewhere. It's like, oh, what's going yeah. on over there? You know, there? have you noticed that that invariably at any festival where there's outdoor jamming, especially in the woods, how the jams. They're like an ugly woman, but not really ugly because, like, from 50 feet away, she looks good kind of thing. The jams sound great. <laughs> yeah, good from, from far, but far good from good. far. But the closer you get, it's like, oh, oh, ow, ooh, ee. Hi, hi. You get closer, it's like, oh, there's 14 guitars, and they're doing an eagle song. But it's great when it's dark and there's trees, so you can kind of lurk on the edge. And yeah. Get, yeah, when you hear the yeah. banjo in the distance or the fiddle in the distance, it's great in the distance. <laughs> Our first time up with my wife and I was oh, it was like 13 years ago or so, and it was our first night kind of laying in the tent and listening to like all these different jams, and Cindy went, it's like you're listening to a whole bunch of cool radio stations at once. Mm-hmm. There was somebody doing like a, a bluegrass take on a, on a Clash song, and somebody doing something <laughs> traditional, and then a, somebody singing, and we went to the the porta potties in the middle of the night, and we see this, lamp, this light flashing you know, over the roof of, you know, and somebody's playing a guitar, and someone goes, hey, somebody's in the head. Let's serenade the head, and they start singing, and they walk the way. They kick, you know. well, well, I have this idea for at, at the good old fashioned bluegrass festival, which is a small local band kind of bluegrass festival. Yeah, great jamming. Hollister, yeah. And we walked around the campground, which is really small, and counted like thirteen jams with an earshot. Mm-hmm. And my idea is to get like a bullhorn and like coordinate it so like every, all thirteen jams are simultaneously playing the same song. So like they, they learn during the day, kind of like this mm-hmm. thing where it's announced on the program, you learn this arrangement to Cherokee Shuffle or whatever. And then at 9.30, there's a, they're all ready, and everybody's got their instruments up, and the word goes around, and the guy with the bullhorn goes, one, two, three, and then somebody's there, you know, 13 different jams that, playing the same that, song. Is you that know? German? Huh? Is he German? It's a German background. I'm not German. But you were born there. That has nothing to do with it. My father was in the Air Force. He was the only Hawaiian F-86 pilot in the United States Air Force. Here's the tangent we added out again. Well, you know, (laughs) Strawberry, the cool thing about Strawberry, I thought, was that all the bands stay Close to camp. In the... the, Downtown or whatever you yeah. call it, you Most know, of, where cabins, all those cabins yeah. are, and all those, right. and, and you know, something that is different from a lot of the other festivals I've been to is that the bands a lot of times were sitting out there jamming yeah. too. So there's there's lots of really good jams to get into as well. Well, the, you, know, you know, this, this last strawberry was just amazing because you know, these guys left on Saturday and I stayed, mm-hmm. and I felt a little guilty about keeping the cabin to myself for the remaining two nights, but. I wasn't really there that much. It was really hot, so I, the cabin was very smelly and very hot, so I didn't <laughs> go in it much. So that advantage was gone. But I did run into um, this accordion player, Big John, they called him, and he had this beautiful Italian accordion that was you know, all mother pearl white, but the flat keys and the trim work was this beautiful red, this deep oh. blood red. It was wow. just this gorgeous accordion. And, of course, he was gorgeous. He was hanging out with Joe Craven, and they came over to Cactus Bob and Prairie Flowers Camp, and... We did this kind of weird gypsy minorish version of Old Joe Clark and <laughs> ended up where I was bowing Joe's fiddle while he bowed Bob's fiddle while Bob bowed my fiddle standing in this circle and it was just, you know, kind of every other note thing happened until you figured out what their pattern, fingering pattern was. It was really cool. So some of those kinds of jams that happen are, are just... Completely you know, organic. And you never well, and it's them. why I go. I mean, you know, I go to Strawberry if I'm not working that weekend or... You know, even if I'm not booked at that festival, although I have been, you know, many times, but 
I like to go just just to hang out at the campgrounds. Yeah. It's, it's probably the the finest variety of you know from jazz to Django to dog music to bluegrass to old time to song songwriter. That's the ice, by the way. Yeah. The Americana. Who are you listening at home? Yeah. Yeah, right here in the bar. That's where we are. And uh, yeah, God, it's the best. It's it's great. And and having these guys here, that was the best set. I played there, I think, because of the slot and the way we played. I mean, Billy and I have been doing this duet thing, plus we've been doing the quartet version of Too High for a while, uh-huh. but we have brought what we've learned as a duet back to the Too High format, which does some of the same material, especially some of Billy's originals. Um, and it just was a whole other level of stuff. I mean, nice. It was, just, it was, you know, for a Thursday night, and we went on just before Jack Elliott, so that mm. was... <laughs> you know, I mean, it was a nice night. It and that's the slot everybody's filing in camp and set, set up, and they come like, out. It was like 7:45 yeah. to, you know, nine o'clock or whatever. Yep. You know, um, just perfect. I mean, that is a great slot. It's a great slot. Yeah. You know.
Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, thank you. Ah, that was fun. Jojo Jacques and Billy Bright with the new release, Texacali Blues, playing backstage at Don Quixote's Music Hall, I think, last September or something like that. But you can see them live on the West Coast out here in a couple of weeks or a few weeks. Uh, again, on the 22nd, they'll be at Sylvan Music on Mission Street in Santa Cruz doing a workshop and a concert. On the 23rd, that's a Friday, they'll be at Mission City Coffee Roasting in Santa Clara, California. And on the 24th, we'll be at Marky Stark's Kenyan Acoustic Society House Concert for dinner and a show and dessert and a lot of food and a lot of good people. If you want to find out more about any of those shows and more about Chojo or Billy, um, you can just go to my site, michaelgather.com. Again, it's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. Look for the show notes for Songs and Stories, episode number 49. I'll put links to all those shows and all that stuff. And to I'll put a link to... Um, Oh, maybe Houston Jones and the Waybacks and the two high string bands. So you can hear a little bit about the other bands that uh, they've come from and played with and play with still. So once again, I'm Michael Gaither. Uh, this is Songs and Stories, episode 49. And uh, once again, if you'd like to win a copy of Texacali Blues, uh, email me and let me know any state besides California that Chojo has lived in. And if you, if you want a clue, go back to about the nine-minute mark. He lists several at, at right about that point. So thanks for listening. Again, we're working through a nice queue of interviews. I think next up, I've got this great talk with Texas-owned Terry Hendricks that I haven't gotten around to putting together yet. That's going to be next. And then um, I just talked to Ansi McLean from the Trailer Park Troubadours last weekend, and that's going to be a, a fun little insight into what he does. And as promised, and as people are actually asking for, which is nice, I'll be doing some song-specific podcasts, kind of picking apart the songs on my new, on my new CD, dog speed so have a listen uh, if you're not on my mailing list and you want to find out about more shows when they come up uh, you just email michael at michaelgather.com and let me know you'd like to be on the mailing list you can also pick this up for free in itunes and if you're back in baltimore this is on um, broadcast uh 7 30 p.m on friday nights on grateful dread radio so thanks for listening thanks for your time and we'll talk to you next time on songs and stories take care